Hello, welcome to Whose Side Is It Anyway, your favourite debate-solving podcast. First debate, let's go. Um, and that is, Albert Einstein would be more interested to meet an Apple Store genius than Isaac Newton. I'm going to give Dave the pro for that one. Off you go. Okay, I'm Dave, I'm taking the pro. Albert Einstein would much rather meet an Apple Store genius the technology that an Apple Store genius has, you know, can use without any training or, you know, anyone can just be presented with it is far superior to anything that has ever existed throughout human history. If Einstein went back and met, uh, who are we talking about? Newton? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if he went back and met Newton, they'd just be talking about old things that they've already discovered and, and know about. He'd be catching up, he'd be like, oh, what's your thoughts on that? He would be astounded just to see the kind of things that we take for granted, you know, in this century. <clears throat> okay, I'm Tom and I'm taking the con. Albert Einstein would most definitely pick Newton if he had a one-off meeting over an Apple Store genius. How could he be excited to meet an Apple Store genius, somebody who he's never even heard of? Why would, why would he be going for that meeting rather than Newton, his scientific idol, the giant on whose shoulders he stood to create his defining life's work. Why would he be excited <laughs> to be shown the iPhone, a technology that he's never heard of, when he could go revisit all the all the papers that he used for his career and go back and talk to the man behind it all and get to know one of his idols? I'll tell you why. Because he's a scientist. And scientists are always looking to learn new things and move forward and make new discoveries. That's why anyone from the past is, is, would be... They couldn't even comprehend the technology in an iPhone. Einstein would love to learn about it. It would be a completely new field of innovation that if he you could... want to talk about new things, imagine all the new things Einstein and Newton could have created if they teamed up together. They might, might have had the iPhone even back in those days no, if, if those Einstein, two heads came together. If Einstein went back and met Newton, Newton would be asking Einstein all the question. Einstein's would be bored because yeah, well, Newton would be rabbiting Imagine on so Newton's brain applied to Einstein's knowledge of the world as it was uh, in the he 40s. He couldn't even comprehend it. That would be like saying... Uh, uh, well, then he couldn't even comprehend the iPhone if he was shown it, so... But he would be more interested to try and comprehend that than to go back and give Newton a science lesson. No, having based his whole life's work on Newton's laws, he would just be so deep in his head. He would. The future is just something that he's sure is happening anyway. The concrete thing in his life that he has a connection to would be Newton's work, and he would want to meet the man. No, the concrete thing he has in his life is scientific discovery and looking to the future to create, you know, learn and Imagine more the future and that the Einsteinian, Newtonian coalition could have created <laughs> that, no it, because Newton wouldn't be able to understand what Einstein's talking about relativity probably w wasn't even a word back when Newton was knocking about yeah neither was I message so but but Einstein is the the axis that we're referring to he's either moving forward or back so Einstein's got to be in the equation that's it and he he's wants moving to forward with up. Newton rather than independently uh, uh oof that was passionate. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, I think I'll give Tom that one. Yes. Ooh. Because one. <laughs> of course, he's going to want to meet an actual scientist. Like you said, uh, that Einstein or whatever wouldn't be able to comprehend what an iPhone is. But 
surely a gene like somebody who just works in a shop doesn't really know how an iphone works yeah, either that's true they're just trying to sell you 30 quid usb at they can just log into your icloud <laughs> and that's about it that's a good point <laughs> yeah he would have just kicked him out of the store he'd been like do, do you want my help or not yeah, exactly. yeah and there's usually a big queue have you got an <laughs> yeah. icloud account or not <laughs> yeah yeah, I don't think a genius would be that much use to him, but it's an interesting thought. Yeah. Mm. Probably if it was uh, one of the engineers, he'd be quite interested to talk to him. But Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, maybe the uh, question was... Do you think the iPhone used any of his science? Probably. Like, is there something in the touchscreen or, like, GPS or something that's only because of him? You mean directly relatable? Yeah. Well, what did he do? He did. Uh, <laughs> he did a whole bunch of things. A whole well, bunch remember, of I read that book once before the oh, the yeah, radio show. Did. Yeah, that book. Did we go to the library and get that? Uh, I don't know about we. I I got it. Um, it was like a beginner's guide to Einstein. Yeah, yeah. I I remember that. And I remember that phase you had of going to the library because I got a book out and I never gave it back. Oh, really? You swine! <laughs> what was the book? It was it was like a um, it was like another scientist for beginners. Uh, did you read it? Yeah, I did. Was it um, then, Apple uh, geniuses for, for <laughs> beginners? <laughs> Steve Jobs for beginners. <laughs> and I remember looking up their policy on fines when like a year had passed. And I would have owed like so, so much money that I was like, I'm just gonna hope they don't ever find out. <laughs> and now it's obviously been like eight years. Yeah. Well, you better hope they don't find Why out. Why did you give it back? What's wrong with you? Well, because I just, you know, these things happen. I'm a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm mm, 14 clearly. years old. <laughs> yeah. All that homework. Hmm. I think I, from what I remember, well, all I can remember is he did relativity, and I remember trying to explain that on the air, and I didn't understand it then, and I don't understand it now. <laughs> didn't well, we did physics together, didn't we? So we should have had a little bit of a grasp of relativity. Yeah, but it's pretty hard stuff. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> your mind just isn't equipped to comprehend the way that like more time can pass under some circumstances than in others. Yeah, it's just so I screwy. guess so. And then he did E equals MC squared. <laughs> I don't think he'd say he did it. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I did my A levels, I did my E equals MC squared levels. <laughs> yeah, he'd take that one off. <laughs> um, but I don't know whether they use that in the iPhone. <laughs> I reckon so. No, yeah, I think that's more to do with, like, the universe. Fair. Well, they have that little picture of the world as the default background, don't they? So maybe that was taken using his physics. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think if he learnt about the iPhone, he'd be like, "What's my contribution to this?" And they'd be like, oh, "Don't know, mate." <laughs> like trying to find something. <laughs> Forty-five yeah. pound a month. And he'd be, be the contribution Oof. for eighteen months. <laughs> mm. <laughs> No, probably if you gave him an iPhone, he'd be very... I think he has a sort of brain that he'd be very dissatisfied with the final product, whereas if you showed him all the calculations and you showed him the, like, 10 years before, there were, like, touchscreens and then there was, like, cellular signal that you could get wirelessly and blah, 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 blah. I think if you showed him all that stuff, you'd find that a lot more interesting. 
Mm, yeah. I, I guess he'd be, uh, like, interested to learn about it anyway. Mm. Mm. He'd probably take mm. it apart to try and see how it works and then void his warranty. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd have to go back to the Apple store. <laughs> and then he'd need a genius over Newton. Yeah, then he would be interested to meet the genius. <laughs> All right, so what's the next debate? Yeah, let's move on to the next debate, shall we? Um, and that one is that uh, ex-footballers only do punditry because they're bored. And I'll give <laughs> uh, I'll give Tom the pro for that one. <clears throat> and your three minutes okay. start now. Okay, I'm Tom and I'm taking the pro. Ex-footballers definitely only do punditry because they're bored. Imagine if you had retired in the last sort of 10 years, you've spent like a 10 or 12, 15, if you're lucky, year career amassing, say, 50, 80, 100 grand a week. And yeah, you live a fancy lifestyle, you spend a lot on your 20 girlfriends and whatever. But the bottom line is you realise it's a short career and you're going to invest it wisely. And with that much coming in for those many years... You have you have the whole life set up, the investments, you've got money coming in, you've got the big house, you've got the life, you've got the dream, and you can do whatever you want in the world. You can travel, you can see literally anything you can think of, you'd have the money to do. You could lay on a yacht drinking champagne for the next 10 years if you wanted to. So why, why else, other than boredom, would you get up, shave, put on a suit, go talk to, like, Sue Barker for five hours? <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not going to say that they're they're not bored when they when they retire playing football, but they do have a choice. They can go into management, they can go into some c- completely different field, uh, or they can go into TV work. And to say that they go into TV work just because they have nothing else to do is completely wrong because they're bored. It's because one, it it is pretty good money. That whole thing about BBC equal pay, Gary Lineker was like number two or something. Um, and secondly they're very interested and passionate about football and it's a different side they can still you know have involvement in the sport without having to go down to the training ground and be a coach or something so they do it because they're interested in it and they get paid a decent amount of money I don't think you can compare the amount of passion they derive from participating to uh, from sitting around saying you know this 30 second clip of Wayne Rooney is subpar or whatever Surely that's not no, interesting if you're an athlete. Of course you can. Of course you can. That, you know, a, a guy or anyone who loves watching their local team play is no less passionate about the team than the guys on the pitch. Oh, definitely not. But once you've been a guy on a pitch, how do you go into the stands? But they all started out watching football on TV and loving the game. And the and thing is, after decided- those 20 years of loving the game and getting beaten up every day by people in football boots... You know, surely you want to take a step back, see your family, see the world, you know, do whatever you want. No, you're it's completely only the wrong. boredom it, no, and no, no, the, no, no, no. the, no, no, the no, no, mental no, no. mindset. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, if anything, after 20 years on the pitch, they, they've just been basically going to the gym and been shouted what to do. They want to take a step back and enjoy the game for what it is, which is a. You know, a, right? And how can you enjoy the uh, game with the lights in your face and the ten seconds till you have to give some fake analysis of this? Ah, uh, like, they get used to that, wages. but they're, they're not there because they're TV trained actors. They're there because they love the right, sport. That's time up. Um. Oh God, you, you're uh, stepping up your game today. I don't really know. I, I guess I'll give it to Dave. 
Nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm sure some of them feel like they have something genuinely decent to offer the TV stations. Yeah, I'm sure there's not some cynical reason for it. Yeah, I reckon so. Mm. Um, and they're all mates. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just all hanging out, aren't it's they? It's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good laugh. Especially when yeah. you used to see that sky behind the scenes banter. What was it? Just like pure sexism? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. They just wanted to carry right. that on a bit more. I do wonder sometimes where, especially where it's like England playing, and mm-hmm. they because they always lose at some point, they have a big row and just have a go at all the players and the managers. But why doesn't Alan Shearer get down there and try and manage the team? Because nobody wants him. <laughs> That's a no, good but question. He, he's saying, oh, what's his name? Is rubbish. They need to do this. They need to do that. Of course, he has to say something when the cameras are on. But yeah, shouldn't I suppose. he get he, down? I don't know if he'd actually have the willingness, though. He's just like, in my day, we had blood and thunder, passion, sweat, tears. <laughs> but like, it's, as soon as the cameras are off and the, the direct deposit's gone into the bank account, it's like, oh well. It's just yeah. more drama for the retweets at the end of the day if England are doing badly. I can't believe you just did an Andy Tate reference there. Uh, <laughs> A what? Exactly. Dave doesn't uh, know what it is. Andy Tate. Yeah. Uh, what was I just going to say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure when... Uh, England sacked one of their managers recently Alan Shearer was actually like yeah I've given him a CV and everything and they were like really yeah <laughs> but he, he was like the worst manager exactly, in the world yeah. at Newcastle and hence why he doesn't have a job <laughs> in management yeah that's actually a good example because didn't he get that job on like yeah I'm passionate and northern and I love this club yeah, exactly yeah rather than being a good manager and look how that went yeah mm. yeah and he is definitely doing match of the day because he's bored <laughs> Probably. I like one thing maybe I should have said is like some of the, the guys on there and one example I think is Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> they are not entertaining to I to know, watch. it's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> I mean I think Gary Lineker's the only one with any kind of charm at all. Hmm. Uh the the rest are just Oh god, what are you doing there? Yeah. Yeah, there's some strange picks, isn't there? There's some definite introverts. Mm. Yeah, Michael Owen. <laughs> I just think, how have you not amassed enough money so you're still like doing a nine to five? Well, I got. I suppose they do like the job, and they got to do something, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Is that a wrap? Yeah, I think we'll. Uh, yeah. We'll pa- wrap this up, shall we? Okay, so Rio Ferdinand, consider yourself called out. Yeah, if you want to come and defend your actions, Rio, for going on shows, <laughs> even though you don't need to, please do come in. We'll, yeah, we'll I mean, we don't have spare arms. good mics. Well, actually, we don't have enough good mics for the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> We've got minus please bring one, one of those spare mics, good mics that you have yeah. in the studio. If you could donate a few SM58s from China. <laughs> no, I've got enough that'd of those. That would be ideal. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, and also leave a like whether you're Rio Fernand or not just if you're mm. listening that would be greatly and appreciated just in case you're not Rio Ferdinand leave a comment with a debate idea as well that would be really good yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd like to debate some topics and if we made you laugh <laughs> at all during this episode you have to tell two people 
well, well about the podcast yeah yeah good idea <laughs> okay we'll see you in the next one then peace bye